everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was, or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life to leave the comfort zone and go all in again to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Kelly O Show. Today's guest is me. Yeah, we're having another Kelly O solo show. Today I am talking about diet, weight loss, And all the bullshit excuses that women are telling themselves for why they can't lose weight. Now, I am going to be as ridiculously transparent about my own journey, things that I've learned here. You guys know I always am. But I'm also going to call out some behavior that I'm seeing. Um, And some of these things, for those of you ladies that I'm currently coaching, you know I'm not going to mention any of you by name, but you'll probably recognize your story or stories, um, things that we've discussed in our private Facebook groups. You're going to recognize them here. And then some of these things are just, they're things I've observed about people in general, whether it's on Facebook conversations I've had uh, with people that I know in my personal life or my business life or both. And it's just, it's, you guys know, like where I'm coming from is this. I want to help you get past your excuses and get past your, well, you creating your own obstacles to, you know, getting into the best shape of your life. I'm 51, just turned 51. What is it? Earlier this month. (laughs) Sorry, we're in coronavirus quarantine life, like when days become weeks and weeks become months and months become years. So even though I was, I had my birthday, what, not even three weeks ago, seems like it was eons ago. Anyway, um, I'm 51 and I am two weeks, a little over two weeks into my new program where I really chose to use this quarantine time to get on a program or an actual workout program, do an actual workout program from start to finish versus just doing a little mixing and matching, really sticking with my caloric deficit. I took the recommendation of my man who said, Look, if you're trying to lead by example, why don't you weigh yourself? Start weighing yourself. Like face your biggest fear. I hated that he was so right. Um, Face your biggest fear and share that with your audience. And that was a big deal for me to not only get on the scale privately, but get on the scale and and share my weight. But it was the best thing for me because I was I've 
I've really leveled up what I'm doing as opposed to just winging it. And this was a post I put up this past week on Facebook. And I realized like this needs to be a podcast because so many women out there in particular are winging it and they don't even realize it. They're half-assing it and they don't recognize it. And they bitch and moan and complain about their thighs or their belly fat or their cellulite or you know, this last 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 50, whatever, however many pounds it is. They're constantly, and I was one of them, they're constantly complaining that they're not getting anywhere. But yet, if you talk with them and go, what are you doing? What are you doing differently? Most of them will say, and this is exactly how the response will start. And this is how I know this is, this is, it's almost like, gosh, what are those things called when you go see a movie and it's the big sign with the lights out front marquee. It's like a big marquee sign. When I hear a woman go, well, I'm just cutting out carbs. I'm just focusing on eating more vegetables. I'm just focusing on getting more steps in. I'm just doing this. Now, you guys have heard me talk about this before, this whole concept of I'm just doing this or I'm just doing that. It doesn't really sound like something exciting. It doesn't sound like something that's going to rev you up. It doesn't sound like something that is worthy of your attention when you say, yeah, I'm just going to do this. You know, it's like if somebody tells you to go out front and mow the lawn, do you say, well, yeah, the lawn needs mowing, but I'm just going to sit out there and, you know, like walk on it and maybe it'll become shorter. It doesn't work that way. You actually have to have a plan and use the right tools to get the right results. But yet so many people, it's so interesting to me. And again, I will use myself and some examples from my own life and tell you exactly how in many ways, and I will be very specific, I have been in the past winging it, half-assing it. And a lot of times, here's the deal, guys and gals, it's not like when we're winging it or half-assing it, we we get up and we consciously say, well, this is what I really want, and I'm going to half-ass it. I'm going to go about it with 50% of my focus. And I really hope that six months from now, I will have not reached my goal. And then I can bitch and moan and complain about it. Like nobody says that, but unconsciously we do it. And this is why you need somebody to like Cher did with Nicolas Cage back in Moonstruck, you know, slap you figuratively speaking, slap you across the face and say, snap out of it. It's, it's time to wake up and face reality. Like if you want something as bad as most of us want to get fit, as most of us want to get really fit, as most of us want to lose X, Y, Z amount of pounds, right? If it's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, whatever it is, most of us have been bitching about the same amount of weight we want to lose for years. So I'm going to do a dramatic pause here. How many of you have been complaining about, say for you, it's 10 pounds. How long have you, have you been complaining about losing that 10 pounds? Seriously. Were you complaining about it last year at this time? Were you complaining about it two years ago at this time? How long has it been since you have been 1000% happy with your body? How long has it been since at any time of the year, somebody could say to you, hey, you've just, I've just won tickets for three and I'm taking two of my best friends and we're going to go to Miami and it's all expenses paid and we're leaving tomorrow. Like 
how many of you, if, if somebody came to you at any given time during the past five or six years and said that, would you go, okay. Or how many of you would be more likely to say, screw that. I'd love to go, but you know, I'm not going to go. I, I mean, I don't have time to lose weight before I go. How many of you walk into your closet and can only wear, you know, one tenth of the clothes that are in there? How many of you, when you get dressed, whether it's in your workout clothes or it's, you know, you're going out clothes when we're in normal life, not coronavirus time, how many of you, when you're dressing, are not just picking out what you want to wear, but you're picking out first and foremost what actually fits you and doesn't make you want to choke because it's so tight on you? And number two, how many of you are camouflaging? Like you're wearing clothes because you're camouflaging your thighs or your butt or your stomach or your bra fat or your arms. How many of you? Like I can relate to everything I've shared with you here. And what I want to tell you is that everything I've just said is pretty awful, right? When you go in your closet and nothing fits. When if somebody were to come to you and say, hey, I want a trip and I'm going to take you on an all expenses paid trip to Aruba. And you would immediately think about how you don't want to be at the beach. You don't want to be in a Caribbean location because you don't want to, you know, you're embarrassed about your body and you're, you're frustrated because you don't want to be in that position. You know, when you think about maybe it's being naked with your partner, right? And, and you think about <laughs> maybe it's bright lights, middle of the afternoon, uh, intimate times, right? And you're thinking about, can we just get it a little darker in here? Like that, those situations are not fun. In fact, they're so far from fun. I can't even put enough descriptors to emphasize that point. That sucks. That, you know, all of those things collectively and separately, that's a scenario in life that sucks. Nobody wants it. But why is it that when we think about that, when we think about how we don't like how we look naked, how we don't like the fact that every time we get dressed, we're camouflaging something, how we don't like how long it's been since we fit in our favorite pair of jeans, how we don't like, um, you know, any one of those situations, it can probably bring out some pretty strong feelings, some pretty strong negative feelings, right? But yet we'll think about that. And we typically will choose not to think about it as much. We, and that's what's, that's probably part of the problem. We don't think about it enough. And then when it hits us, when we go get dressed for a a party or we're planning for vacation and none of our clothes fit, it it can be so upsetting. And so then we're either going to get more upset and throw in the towel and go like one extreme or the other where we'll say, okay, we're going to start a diet, whatever. But here's where the, the funny like hypocrisy situation starts to rear its ugly head. How many times have you been that upset and you decide that you're going to make a change? You decide you want to get in shape. You decide you want to lose weight. And then, you know, you commit to something. You say, well, I'm going to start this. I'm going to start that. I'm going to, you know, start my friends doing a workout challenge or I've seen my friend, she's been doing this intermittent fasting thing, or I'm going to, I've seen this Weight Watchers program on the television. I'm going to check that out. Or, you know, I've heard this person that I follow on Instagram, they always talk about doing this, that, or the other. And and you think you're going to, you tell yourself you're going to look into something. And then whatever, there's something that usually happens between that 
horrifying time when you're upset and you're pissed off and when you decide you're going to look into something and then you look into it and for some reason at that point that's when so many people start making excuses and this is what I don't understand I don't understand about myself because I've certainly done it and again I want to reiterate I do believe for many of us It's not something that we're consciously doing. Okay. We don't get to that point where we're upset. And then we, you know, say we look into, we go out and we buy a diet book, right? I used to do, I was notorious for always going to Borders or Barnes and Noble back in the day and buying whatever the latest diet book was that was out by the latest celebrity. And then I bring it home and I'd read it. And you know what I would do is I would find something would, would come up oh, you need to buy this amount of supplements. And I'd say, oh, I can't afford it. I can't, you know, God, if I, you know, I don't have time. I don't want to go to that. You know, I remember back in the day when I, one of the first books I bought was Body for Life way back in the day. And this was before I'd ever been into a GNC or a vitamin shop or whatever. And I was so intimidated to go into a supplement store because I was like, you know, it's kind of like going into the weight room for the first time. When you don't know something, when you're unfamiliar with it, when it's out of your comfort zone, you'll avoid it. And that's what happens to so many people. They'll look into things and go, oh, I I didn't know I was going to have to go to the gym to do these workouts. I don't want to go by myself. And so you convince yourself that you're not going to go. Or you say, oh, I have to go, you know, I don't have weights at home. I can't do this. Well, I'll just think about it. How many of you have done that? You'll look into a program and go, oh, I have to have free weights at home. I have to have a TRX at home. Oh, I have to have a gym membership to do this. Well, I guess I'll just walk. I guess I'll just try to run. And then maybe that that same person will say, oh, I'm going to try to run. And then they'll go out one day. They won't have good running shoes. They won't have good running socks. They won't have any appropriate gear. They'll try to run. I still remember back in the day when I first moved to Chicago and I tried to run and I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know how to breathe. I didn't know how to do anything when it came to running and I would cramp up. And you know what happened? What happens to a lot of people? I gave up because I would run and I would cramp. And you know what I said? I guess I just can't run. So I gave up. And I know that this is what happens with so many people. They get to the point where they're upset about all the things I talked about in the first part of the show. And then they decide they're going to start kicking the tires. They're going to do something. And this is something that's very popular around the end of December, early January. People are like, that's it. This is the year. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get in shape. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to join the gym. I'm going to start that Zumba class. I'm going to go to Weight Watchers. And they, they make all these declarations. Or, you know, I can't tell you how many people I saw in January going, okay, that's it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get a Peloton. I'm going to get a Peloton. I'm going to go keto. You know, it's always something big and bold and extreme. And I'm usually face palming it because I just know when somebody's going from doing nothing to going to a Peloton, a spin bike, I'm like, this is going to last about 40 seconds. But I digress. There's somewhere along the way that people will start something if, if they start something extreme and it won't go the way they want it. And that's when we give ourselves this huge hall pass to start half-assing it. And I'm, I want you to ask yourself, has this been you? Have you started something? So this is, this is like group number one. There's going to be probably several groups I'm going to talk about in this show. And I also want you guys to know I have my timer on so that I'm only going to make this a half an hour episode. See if I can do it. I've got 10 minutes left. (laughs) Um, 
So group number one are people who have, you know, gotten to a certain point, they get pissed off, and then they make this big declaration, I'm going to buy a Peloton, I'm going to go join a Zumba class, I'm going to go start CrossFit, you know, whatever it is, I'm going to start running. They say they're going to do something extreme. And it's usually completely unreasonable. You know, I want to lose 50 pounds, and I want to do it in three months, or whatever it is. And they start. And then what happens is they experience some kind of injury or bad experience, whatever it is. It could be that they say, I'm going to join that group fitness class at the gym. They sign up for a gym membership. They go to the group fitness class. There's a bunch of bitches there. I, I, I've, I'm thinking of certain people who have told me this, you know, they, they had a bitchy experience with other women. And so they don't go to the class anymore. Or they join a gym and they realize there's no childcare. And so they're not going to go, even though they knew that up front. Or, you know, they go to the gym and then suddenly something happens. And suddenly, you know, two weeks into it, even though they knew they were signing up for an $80 a month gym membership, they're like, oh, it's just too expensive. Even though they looked into it and they're spending money all over the place, they'll all of a sudden not be able to justify the expense. So group number one are the people that start off strong and they just, they start off balls to the wall. And then some little thing happens and all of a sudden they're like, you know what? Screw it. You know, I'm just going to run. I'm just going to, you know, I, I started off this diet. It's too extreme. I can't do it. You know, they started keto, right? And then they, they keep binging they keep eating chips. They keep eating bread. They're eating in the middle of the night. They realize I can't handle it. So they'll say to themselves, you know what? I'm just gonna, um, you know, not eat after eight o'clock. And it'll be some like random thing usually, but it's always preceded with the kind of, I'm just gonna, am I right? How many of you are in group number one? That's, that's half-assing at group number one. Half-assing at group number two is, is so many of us who won't maybe necessarily do something extreme, but have been half-assing it unintentionally for years and years and years. And this is so many women. I mean, literally I'm coaching no less than six women right now who are over the age of 40, who have been saying that they've been trying to lose weight for the better part of the last eight to 10 years. And when I, I usually do like a interview when we first start talking or when I first start working together and we just talk about like, what have you done? What, you know, what did you start with? What's worked for you? What hasn't worked for you? What have you been doing? And more often than not in that first conversation, that's when I hear the, well, you know, I've just been cutting out my carbs and trying to eat healthy, eating clean. I've just been doing this. Um, well, you know, I mean, I eat well and it's, and I'll say no specifically, like, what are you doing? What's your program? What do you mean? I'm not doing a program. And, and we ask a lot of questions and this happens all the time. There's these answers. They where these people get very defensive. They're like, but I eat healthy. I don't understand. I eat healthy. I go for a walk three times a week. Really? You go for a walk. So how long do you go for a walk? I don't know. You don't know. Like what's, I mean, like, what's your plan? What, so you want to lose 20 pounds. When do you want to lose 20 pounds by? Are you trying to lose a pound a week? You're trying to lose a pound and a half a week. What's your caloric intake? I don't know. I'm just eating healthy. I'm just, you know, I decided I'm just going to only have champagne or whatever two nights a week instead of six nights a week. I used to drink. You don't understand how much I've changed, Kelly. I've cut out wine. I used to drink six nights a week. Now I just drink three nights a week. So how many calories are you consuming? I don't know. Well, what are, you know, how much protein do you have? I don't know, but I eat healthy. Well, how do you know you eat healthy? And what is like, what is healthy? 
Well, you know, I eat protein and I mean, I have a shake. I have a protein shake three times a week, you know, at least. And you start asking specific questions like, basically, can you tell me what your plan is? And most people, this is where most people, and I want you guys to ask yourself this, like, if, if you have this strong desire to not be 20 pounds overweight or 50 pounds overweight or 100 pounds overweight or five pounds overweight, and you've been bitching about this for a year, six months, for most people, it's, it's, this has been going on at least a year. Let's be real. Most of you, I guarantee you, that are listening to this will go, I was at the same place a year ago. I was at the same place a year and a half ago. Or maybe you've had some success, but then you backslid. You fell off track and you know whatever, life happens. Maybe some of you have just been recently gaining weight during coronavirus quarantine. It could happen to a lot of people. It's, it's very natural. I'm hearing quite a lot of people who are like, holy shit, I've been under quarantine. We've been stayed in, you know, under stay in, stay in place order for X amount of weeks. I've already gained eight pounds. I'm freaking out. Help me. It's really, really very common, but it's, it's almost mind boggling. If you think about it, like why, if something is this upsetting to you, if when you go in your closet, if when somebody asks you to go on vacation, if you think about like, it's a really hot day and you decide you want to go lay out, um, and, and the thought of laying out at a public beach or whatever, again, please just think about this in under normal times, not quarantine times. If that freaks you out, then why would you look at something that's that upsetting to you? That's this important to you to change. And yet when it comes to your planning, you're literally, there is no plan. There's no plan. There's nothing you're doing to track it. You literally, if somebody were to quiz you, like if, if this was a class in college, you would fail because you would not be able to provide any evidence of what you're actually doing. This is the problem. And this is why I've been saying extremely, what's the word I'm looking for? Vehemently, is that the right word? I'm not quite sure. As, as strongly as I can possibly say to all of you, even though it might sound like, just like, the episodes that I've been doing about caloric deficit, when I interviewed Jordan Syout, you know, when I've shared some of my uh, episodes after that that were about caloric deficit, about being on a diet, these are not like sexy phrases and terms and concepts. And these are things that I firmly believe the fitness industry has been wrong about promoting in different media, whether it's television or uh, social media or whatever, you know, this whole idea of like diet's a dirty word. Don't be on a diet. You can't say diet without the word die in it. You know, all that BS. It's made people think just eat clean, just eat healthy, just go paleo, just eat flexible, just eat intuitively. That's bullshit for 90% of people out there. Your average American is going to have a real problem, in my opinion, eating intuitively. Because you know what? If you're like me and I like a lot of people and you like to eat, you are surrounded by temptation everywhere you go. Even if you go into a health food store, Whole Foods, I could go into that Whole Foods and go to the salad bar and walk out and have eaten 2,500 calories of healthy, organic, gluten-free, pure food. You have to, here's, here's the long and short of it. In my opinion, okay, if you want to lose weight and get fit and you've been struggling for years, you need to answer the clue phone that's been ringing and give yourself a long, hard reality check and understand that for you to have success, you need to level up 
and commit to doing something completely official and completely different and a program, a plan. Okay. Now for different people, different strokes, different folks, right? For some people that might mean hire a fitness trainer, hire a nutrition coach, hire a fitness and nutrition coach, have that person design a program for you. For somebody else, maybe it's, you know, finding a public program that's out there. I mean, I think about in the past, I've bought eBooks from certain, you know, fitness influencers and they have an eBook and it's, it's 90 days of workout programs. I mean, there's any number of people you want to find somebody or a program, something that appeals to you, that resonates with you, but you need to, to do something just winging it or saying, Oh, I'm just going to cut carbs. I'm just going to focus on eating more fruits and vegetables. You need to be on a program. You need to to figure out in an ideal perfect world, you'll take things really up a notch and get your blood work done so you can see what's going on underneath your skin, see what's going on with your hormones, see what's going on with that whole, you know, ball of wax, right? That can have a tremendous effect, good or bad, on your weight loss goals, right? Get your blood work done and then figure out the right vitamins and supplements and, and the right types of foods. Even get, you know, one of the things that I've recommended the um, and that I've talked about lately, we're going to have these experts on the show from Oxford Technologies that have this leap test. I call it the leap test. It's called something else like MRT test, something like that. But it tests your food reactivity. Your, your, they they do comprehensive blood work and they tell you what foods you're highly reactive to, not allergic to, but highly reactive to. Those are the types of things that can help you plan out the right types of foods that you're going to consume that are not only going to provide tremendous amount of nutrition on a daily basis, but also make your daily life from a digestion and elimination perspective a lot more palatable, right? Nobody wants to be going through the day trying to diet and lose weight. And you do need to be on a diet. Don't kid yourself. Like if you if you take away one thing from this show, understand if you want to lose weight, you need to go on a diet for a certain amount of time. And if you do it right, I'm going to ask you to reference my interview with Bonnie Feaster. I'm going to ask you to reference my interview with Jordan Syatt. And and I'll link up to a couple of other podcasts that I've recorded in the show notes at thekellyoshow.com. I really, really, really feel strongly about this because people, here's the deal. With me really tightening things up in just the past two weeks, going on a program, I chose a workout program instead of just doing what, let me, let me use myself as an example here. You know what I've done in the past with working out when I haven't been working with a trainer, I would say, oh, well, I just pick something every other, I just pick one of my workouts from, you know, all of my DVDs in there and I'll just do whatever I feel like, you know, like, oh, I feel like doing this strong and sweaty Kathy Friedrich workout, or I feel like doing body beast from beach body, or I feel like, um, you know, I'm going to do some hit cardio this morning. I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to try to do more yoga but I was never on a program and I was never on a plan and I was never looking and saying, you know, what am I doing this month? Am I focusing on endurance this month and strength next month? And, you know, really like lighting up the fat loss flames the next month. Like, is there a plan here? Am I, am I following anything or am I just winging it? Well, guess what? I used to just wing it. I would just pick out whatever workout I wanted to do that day. So if I, if I was just winging it and just picking out random workouts, how did I know if I was on track or off track? 
the truth is I didn't. And that's why recently I decided for the first time in probably ever, you know, when I'm good, I work with the trainer. Um, and when I, when I'm not working with the trainer, that's when I've been kind of just winging it. And so this time I said, I'm picking a program and I picked a beach body program. It's focused on heavy lifting four times a week. And then the days that I'm not heavy lifting, I do my cardio workout of choice. So I am on a program, a 60 day program. I've just completed two weeks and I'm also on a caloric deficit diet plan and I'm weighing myself and tracking that. And I'm being very public about this for the next 60 days. And two weeks in, I lost five pounds. Okay. Like, do you think I've been able to say that in the past? No, because I wasn't tracking. I wasn't weighing. I wasn't on a program. I was just winging it. I was just going along with the flow. And people, that's never going to get you anywhere. If you want to get past this place of constantly feeling like you're stuck, constantly feeling like you're at a plateau, you have to go on a program of some sort. Okay. I don't know what that looks like for you. Um, certainly this is something that I take on a certain number of clients that, that I work with. If you, if you like me and you want me to work with you, I'm not going to be that, that super nice guy lady that's going to be like, oh, it's okay that you do this. No, I'm going to, I'm going to be with you the way I am with myself, which is design a program that's based on caloric deficit. Choose some form of a workout program. There's so many out there. Um, you know, I use Beachbody right now because I've used them for a while. You could choose to hire a trainer at the gym, work out with that trainer, have them put you on a program. So, you know, it's something that you can track for six weeks and then start a new program in six weeks, whatever, whatever it is that works for you, but you've got to like level up and stop doing this. I'm just going to count my carbs. I'm just going to cut out white bread. I'm just going to, you know, intermittent fast and, and have no idea what my caloric deficit is, or have no idea how many calories entry. Like you've got to like level up, invest in yourself, because if you're not, you will be at this same place six months from now. You'll be at the same place a year from now. And I encourage you, once you're finished listening to this, any second, just let the, if you're in the car, turn this off and just be silent. If you're at home, stop listening to music. If you're at the gym, whatever, just be silent and just think about where were you last year at this time? Where were you two years ago at this time? How often in the past five years have you been super happy with your physique, with your body? and do you want to stop looking back and going, I am so tired of every summer not liking how I look in shorts. I am so tired of getting dressed and camouflaging my body. I want to feel good in my clothes. I want to feel amazing when I'm naked. I want to look like the best I've ever looked in a bikini, regardless of my age. I Here's the deal. Every single one of you, no matter what your age is, no matter what your experience is, you can get in the best shape of your life it's just a matter of the work you're willing to do. And in my opinion, I think that you will see far better results if you level up in some way. Don't go at it alone. Don't wing it. Don't half-ass it. Decide you're going to do something and do something differently. And here's the here's the long and short of it. I'm going to I'm going to challenge you to think outside the box and say you need to put some money where your mouth is because so many of you want to play and you want to you know, hit the ball out of the park, figuratively speaking, but you're not even stepping up to the plate. If you really want to get fit and healthy, you need to spend some money on healthy food. 
whatever that looks like. If that means going to Whole Foods or HEB or Kroger, wherever it is you shop and starting to really spend time meal prepping, or if you invest in a meal delivery service, or maybe you do a little bit of both. You've got to start taking care of yourself and taking vitamins, taking digestive enzymes, taking probiotics, um, start investing in really high quality supplements. If you think you don't need that, you are kidding yourself. You need to start looking at your gut health. You need to start considering getting blood work done. The older you get, the healthier, happier, and more fit you can get if you take this seriously. And you know what? If you're not willing to put money into yourself in some way by leveling up, hiring a coach, getting onto a workout program, what have you, investing in supplements, improving your nutrition, you know where you'll pay for it? At the doctor's office. That's where you'll pay for it. You're going to pay for it somewhere. So stop underestimating yourself. Stop thinking that you can just do something small or minor and that somehow or another, like magic, it's all going to, you know, just come together one day and your body's just going to automatically get completely ripped and down to, you know, 8% body fat all on its own. It doesn't work that way. You need to work. You need to level up. And I promise you, you can see remarkably different results if you do that, but you've got to kind of step out of that overwhelmingly small little comfort zone that you're in where you keep doing the same thing and thinking all of a sudden it's going to work differently for you and produce different results. It doesn't work that way. So I hope that this not so polite bitch slap podcast was helpful for you. This is exactly the message I've had to give myself. You guys, this is exactly how I have changed things in my own life. And when I tell you that two weeks in, I'm five pounds down and I feel better and more confident about reaching my goal than I ever have in my entire, probably the past 20, 25 years, that's pretty awesome. So I hope that this helps you. I hope this fires you up. Certainly, if you are interested, I am hard self-promoting here. I am not being um, casual about it at all. Um, I would love to work with you. I only work with women. Um, to be honest, as far as fitness coaching and nutrition coaching. Um, but I'm more than happy to help you and you know let you know what various options I have. So just fill out the contact me form over at kellyalexa.com if you want to work with me. And if I've got openings, we can go ahead and you know talk about your nutrition, talk about your supplementation, talk about blood work. Um, I can refer you to you know places that I recommend based on where you are and we can get you on a program, get you on a caloric deficit based diet that's going to work for you diet for a short time diet for a dedicated short period of time so that you can enjoy the rest of the year and then dedicate yourself to maintenance mode because maintenance mode is just as much work but it's worth it isn't it worth it you know to be able to walk into your closet and wear anything not go oh well, I have four things that work for me. Or let me go over to Kohl's and buy some big baggy black clothes so I can cover up my butt or cover up my bra fat or cover up my arms. Let's put all those days behind us, shall we? I think you deserve it. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, please share it with your friends um, on social media. If you have a chance and you can, um, head on over to iTunes or your podcast platform of choice. Leave us a five-star review. It really helps this show get seen and heard by more people who could benefit from the information. I sincerely thank you for listening to this show. I really enjoy uh, producing this show for you. And that's all I got for today. You guys have a great rest of the day. We'll see you next time on Kelly O Show.